Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host, Lisa Roman, NWSL analyst and broadcaster. On today's episode, we have a special interview episode for everyone. Angel City FC and HBO have collaborated on an exciting three-part docuseries following Angel City's story of their 2022 inaugural season. So make sure you tune into the three-part HBO original documentary series when it airs on May 16th. It is directed by Arlene Nelson. And that is who we are joined today by. We're welcoming in Angel City docuseries director Arlene Nelson. Arlene, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a huge fan. (laughs) Listen, I got to ask you about that because... We had uh, some clips to, to take a look at of this of this wonderful docuseries of, of Angel City's inaugural season. And one of the first things Lisa and I noticed was that there was a couple moments and shout outs and throwbacks to to attacking third within this docuseries. And I just wanted to to say thanks. Honestly, I, it was it, it felt felt really nice to talk to, to be seen essentially I was like oh my goodness there's a couple clips of us chatting about all things Angel City um how does it how does it feel to finally a have this project off the ground and why why us <laughs> essentially I'm very <laughs> curious about that <laughs> yeah so um we just wrapped um post and finished our delivery and so as you said it's going to go to air um in May So it's been over a year long project and uh, right from the beginning, as soon as I started doing my research, one of the first things that I came across was Attacking Thirds podcast. And from that moment on, you were in my iPhone, you were in my car, you were at breakfast, like if wherever I was, I was listening and just downloading as much information as I could. And uh, love the predictions, love the show. Uh, it's full of knowledge. It's fun and really gives you a sense of what's what in the NWSL. So what I want to go back before that, before you downloaded, followed and subscribed to Attacking Third, which thank you. We appreciate that. What made you want to get involved with this project and with Angel City? So 
I had done docuseries um, in the art world, um, in the entertainment space, just a wide variety of culture, society. Uh, And then just recently, over the last few years, I started to um, focus more on women's stories. And not to say that this is just a woman's story, because as Billie Jean King says, like, we don't just do it for the women, we do it for everyone. And I love that quote. And I think that's really important. But it's more like from a woman's perspective, I think is is the, is the distinction. So I, um, when I got the call to helm this, one of my skill sets is having the ability, because um, I did a lot of music documentaries, is to film multi-camera. And at the same time, I also have the ability to shoot single camera and, you know, get more intimate and personal. And so when I got the call to do this, of course, you know, my first question is what makes the story unique? You know, I mean, sports stories are inherently dramatic, right? And so you have all that heart pounding intensity. And, but in this particular story, it not only had that, but we also had the origin story, these three incredible women, Natalie Portman, Kara Nortman, and Julie Ehrman. And these are like dynamic, passionate women that why now type of thing is that they really came at this in an unexpected way. And so that origin story was really like what hooked me in. And then we had to fight to do the entire first season as opposed to um, making it about an origin story, but like combining the two, like it was really important to us to show that this experiment worked. And so, you know, you have these three women coming from different industries and coming together in this way that want all boats to rise for every team in the league and not just for Angel City, but they really, that was really important to to pave a path that sort of brings everyone along. You know, it's- um... So it was an exciting story. (laughs) Yes, I agree. I I feel like obviously we were, (laughs) we were parts of, I feel like we were parts of that journey with, with Angel City as we were all kind of trying to bear witness to something very unique and very special that they're building out there in LA. You know, you, it was interesting to hear you touch on maybe some of the previous work you've done. How 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 has working with this type of docu-series differed from other projects of yours uh, in the past? So on every project, you have to build trust with your subjects. And when you're doing a documentary on a single sub, a single person, you know, that's one thing to build that kind of trust. But when you have over 35 people that you're trying to build trust with, that is pretty mind boggling. And that is definitely a unique situation. And so it's something that Christine O'Malley, my executive producer, and I had to navigate on a day-to-day basis And as you can imagine, when you're a startup and an inaugural team, you know, there's going to be sides that people don't want other people to see, you know, but we would have to, you know, explain that 
it's it's important. It's important to show the flaws and the victories. When you look at Angel City as a club and a franchise coming into it, the goal is that it's long lasting with the league and with everything else that comes with this club. Why was it so important for you to tell the story from the inception of the club? I think because the more they they go, right? Year two, year three, there's going to be less sort of figuring things out. So I think that it's important and it's relatable to show how, you know, they're trying to figure things out. And I think that, you know, it's important to pull the curtain back and see that, I think, for people so they understand, like, how challenging it is, you know, so many aspects of it. You know, it's not it's it's not just making sure that the players have the best conditions to play under, which is extremely important and extremely, you know, there's so many pieces of that puzzle, especially in Los Angeles. It's a very um, crowded town. It's a crowded sports landscape, um, a lot of pressure in Los Angeles. And so, you know, I think that to show sort of the warts and all in the beginning, I think is really important and, and, and interesting to see like, what it takes from the ground up. That's why now, like it's, it was important to get them early on. I'd love to do a season two, three, and four, you know, like I'd love to do other teams in the league. I love that. I love that. Uh, I would listen. I would like to see it as well. I'm going to put, I'm going to co-sign on that with you, Arlene. Um, for you looking on your, your body of work, you know, is, this the, the the first time where you were doing storytelling around professional sports and for you what was it like to immerse yourself in such a sports saturated world i think that when i thought about this and thought if i would be the right person first of all to to do this um just the more research i did i just really deeply the these athletes are so elite and they're so passionate and dedicated and just hearing their stories i mean you have someone like jasmine spencer who's been in league for all 10 years you know it's extraordinary the dedication that goes into that right like in the beginning to hear like the salary that players made five thousand dollars and they kept at it and as you know, athletes don't just like finish the game and then they're off the clock. They're like constantly like, you know, training and, you know, keeping their minds set. And like, it's, it's a lot, it's their lives. And so that's really inspiring. And that inspired us as the filmmakers to like bring that level of energy and passion to the making of it. So it was really inspiring to be around elite athletes, just like it's inspiring to be around elite musicians or elite artists that I just, I love people that like throw everything they have into what they're doing. And that's, there's an attraction to that. You did such a good job throughout this docu-series of following different players, um, 
and I mean, players in terms of the docu-series, not necessarily just Angel City players, but following their story, um, where they came from, what brought them to Angel City, why it's so important to them. So I want to know what some of the challenges were um, in making sure that those different player perspectives and angles were included throughout this documentary. (sighs) Okay. Our biggest challenge with regards to that, we could have done a 10 part series and would have loved to have done that. Um, I think that depending on how well this does, you know, maybe the future that holds true, that that could be a possibility. I would say that that was the biggest challenge is just wanting to hear everyone's story and get everyone out there. I think at the end of the day, since we were making a Verite documentary and Verite is like following in the moment, um, since we were, some people call it reality, uh, but when you work in the documentary space, you call it Verite. So since we were doing this inaugural year, we always tried to make the story connect to what was going on at the time so that if some of the stories sort of veered off and were, like I said, we could have, if we did 10 episodes, we could have gotten more into it. Um, but since we had three episodes, we needed to always make sure like it was connecting to the Verite somehow, like with what was going on in the moment. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So w- within within watching the the docuseries, I've, I, I really enjoyed it. So like getting a chance to talk to you, I sort of also feel like I'm getting a chance to maybe tie up some things that I I, I made mental notes of. And like, I'm like, I'm going to get to talk to Arlene about this and maybe she can ask it. But one of the things I enjoyed about watching the storytelling within this was that there's a lot of storytelling around the impact that Angel City has had um, in across the board. So we're talking impact on the league, impact on its uh, first year players, impacts on the supporters, the fans, um, and the larger community of the Los Angeles areas. So having such a close role, an important role, the director of this docu, docu-series, what, what kind of impact did working on this project have on, on you, whether it was as a person, filmmaker, et cetera? I now love women's soccer. (laughs) I mean, I love it. And I'm still, I'm still checking the standings. I am still watching the Angel City games. I still go to the games. My executive producer has become a season ticket holder. We're in it. And I, truth be told, I 
knew very little about soccer beforehand. And now I'm like, oh man, that's a PK. <laughs> and 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 then even a step further, my daughter during the World Cup was calling me like, I'm trying to figure out where to watch the World Cup. So we've I've sucked her in and um, my husband loves going. So I would say that once you come to soccer and you understand that it's more than just running up and down this enormous field, it's exciting. And, and that that's one of my biggest takeaways. Well, Arlene, it is still running up and down a very big field. Uh, <laughs> but it's not just running up and down. There's just a lot of other technicalities that go into it. Um, so I love it. So would you, you're an Angel City fan. Is that what we're taking from this? Well, you know, of course. <laughs> Understood. Understood. I live I mean, in Los Angeles. Sandra's rocking her Angel City kit today on, on the show today. Um, despite her Chicago hat, she always rocks. But uh, I love that that you learned about soccer. What is like one thing as I mean, I, I grew up with soccer. Soccer has just been ingrained in my body my entire life. So now as someone that's new to the sport, I want to ask you, what is one of the things about the game of soccer that you're like, wow, that's a very cool aspect of this sport, whether it's like the fact that it's entirely played with our feet, except for throw-ins on the sidelines. What's up with that? What is one thing that as you were learning this sport that you were kind of like, huh, that's very interesting. I think that, you know, I came from track and field. Okay. And so I did, um, my, my, um, me was the running long jump back then they called it the running long jump. Now I think it's just called the long jump, long jump. <laughs> but, um, and, and so, you know, I just, I love the fierceness of competition and, um, but specifically with soccer, I love to see just that, like, the, the players running to the goal, like, and then all of a sudden, like Alyssa Thompson at, at the last game, like running, running, running so fast. Right. And then all of a sudden, boom, stops yep. and tricks our opponent and then turns and then turns again. And it's just so exciting how um, just to see that like physicality of it. I think also it's, it's, the physicality of what is allowed, like when like players clash and, and, and it's not a foul is like, whoa, it's, it's just that sort of like, it's, it's also so mental. Um, you know, when someone like when that ball gets stuck in between, like when it's three on three or, you know, and it's like how people don't panic. It's, it's, it is truly amazing to watch these professional athletes. You're right, because they're going a hundred miles an hour to stopping on a dime and cutting the other way. And while also using most of their strength to body off another player, it's, it's so fun to watch. Um, I, I love that. So thank you for sharing that with us. I, I want another question for you about more so about this docu-series when viewers are taking it in as it comes out uh, very soon in the middle of May, what is one thing that you hope that they get from this series? I think one of the things that was really important to us is that we wanted to be able to make a series that when people saw it, they didn't need to be a soccer specific fan. And I wanted people to just fall in love with it in the way that I did and to see all its complexity as well. And, you know, one of the things that was important to us was also to show like what was going on in the league at the time 
And then I think like over time, over the three episodes, you get to see that, you know, in the beginning, when we first started filming, there was a lot of talk about how fragile the league was and how it potentially could have fallen apart. But by the end of our episode three, like you get to see like, wow, this league has gotten knocked down time and again, but they are coming back stronger every single time. And I think that's really exciting. And I, I think that right now for all women's professional sports, it's at a really exciting watershed moment. And I, I could feel it. I hope that people walk away just wanting to, you know, get into the game and just like, not just be sort of like world cup fair weather watchers, but really get into it afterwards. You know, it, it's cool to sort of hear how you got really immersed in a project like this. And now you've kind of come out the other side as like a fully invested just <laughs> fan, even just in the, in the, the sport, the league and, and your local team and in angel city in terms of the, the creative side of it is as, as, as a filmmaker um, you've mentioned that you wish you could have had even longer period of time to, to work in terms of fleshing this out, maybe in, in terms of a three-parter versus maybe a 10-parter like that. As, as you've had that whole year, you've had all this time with Angel City and you've become fully immersed and you've got kind of a crash course on the league and the history of women's pro soccer to now kind of looking ahead with the vision, right? We hear so much about that from, from Ehrman and, and Portman within this. What would be you know, the, the next project that you'd like to work on in terms of continuing to tell the stories of, of, of women's soccer? I think right now what's going on with um, Washington Spirit, Michelle Kang, I think is a really exciting story. I think the Portland Thorns is an exciting story. What, what will happen with them? And I mean, they're going like gangbusters and it's not, slowing them down, you know, like all of, I, I think the resilience is just so incredible. I think that um, the new expansion teams coming in are a really great story. So I think, you know, I think there's so many great stories there. And I think that, you know, when you listen to an attacking third and you start to really follow, I mean, one of the shocking things to me was that only 5% of women's sports are covered. And, and to hear that is just so shocking. And then, then it, it's sort of like, it, it goes hand in hand with this misconception that people aren't interested in women's sports. Well, you're not getting the play by play stories of, you know, the things that pull people into sports in the first place, you know, um, and a baseball watcher, Dodgers fan. I, you know, I know a little bit about every player, you know, and I like, I know that Mookie Betts also bowls, you know? Like, so <laughs> I, I want to know, like, what are all the backstories of all these female soccer players, you know? And the only way, like, even on some of the mainstream sports, like, when you go online and you go and you see the, the banner yeah, and you see NFL, MLB, it, NHL, you don't see NWSL. So, you know, it's like, 
to say like, oh, people aren't interested in women's sports. That is once you get it in it, you're like, oh, that's not true. Yeah. So we just have to keep like pushing these stories out there and letting people know like there is an excitement there and there is a pure level of interest that is very high. I love that. Got to be as uh, relentless with the storytelling uh, as the players are on the pitch, right? Meg Linehan, um, she hipped us to that. Like when yeah. she told me that percentage of sports writers. It's um, crazy to even think about that now, like hearing you talk about it now, like in 2023, because like, believe it or not, just a few years ago, that number was like 4%. And yes. so it's, it's interesting to see. I just looked it up oh, the other day. It's like, oh, it's like, has there been a growth? Yes. And it's a one whole percent. <laughs> it's like, right. here, here we are. But um, well, that's why what you guys are doing is so important because it this is what will make the fans like they'll have all of the stories so that it's, you know, so that they can connect with the players that they're watching. Yeah. Yeah, we love any anytime we get to um, you know, share a little bit of of the microphone with 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 players, with um, you know, wonderful people in the space who have been trying to contribute to to all of this fantastic storytelling. And I'm so excited for everyone to finally get a look at Angel City, the docuseries on HBO Max. We're gonna close it there. All and thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate your time with us on Attacking Third. Everyone, you can watch Angel City, the HBO docuseries on May 16th on HBO Max and on HBO. Be sure to download, follow, and subscribe to Attacking Third as well so that you never miss out on an episode or whenever we do great interviews like this. So for Arlene, Lisa, and myself, this was Attacking Third. <laughs>